Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. up everybody i am scott the fane knowles and you are listening to another episode of i'm a spartan ocr podcast charlotte was awesome this past weekend and uh yours truly got in four laps saturday and one lap on sunday and i don't know how i did it but i pulled off third place in my age group sunday so i was pretty stoked about that and i got fourth place on saturday it was a really cool race. Jason, the race director there, he always puts on a good race with, I think it's Team Beast Coast is what they call it. Y'all should follow him on Facebook. But it was an epic race. Charlotte was really good this year. Even though it rained all day Saturday, it still made out to be an epic race. So anyway, tonight I have Ed Soja on the phone. Uh, it's a really good interview. Uh, I met him on Facebook, but I actually met him in person for the first time in Charlotte. He's a really cool guy. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. I got my friend Ed Soja on the phone today, and he's going to tell us all about how he got into OCR. What's going on, Ed? How you doing? Not much, brother. How you been doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's awesome. So, uh, me and Ed, you know, we've if, if anybody knows Ed Soja, I'm sure all you got to do, if you've been on Facebook... He is in like every single group. He's always commenting and always liking posts. So if you don't know who Ed Soja is, then you ain't on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what he does yeah, for a living, but it's got to be something to do with social media. <laughs> shoot. No, no, not at all. Actually, you know, it's just something that, uh, you know, I fell into. But we, can, we can talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. So what do you do for a living, man? All right. Well, um, I guess the, the shorter version is that I work for a nonprofit uh, development company. Uh, one of their primary areas of business is in what they call contract research. So basically, if a company has a problem, technical, engineering, scientific, what have you, uh, they give us a call to help them solve it. So in my small little world uh, corner of this uh, organization, I do um, I work uh, with our uh, ChemBio Defense Group. So I'm predominantly working with uh, the military, first responder community, and basically what it boils down to is I provide tests and evaluation support against uh, a lot of nasty chemicals um, for our warfighters and first responders to ensure that their uh, their uh, personal protective equipment uh, works for them. So like suits, masks, boots, gloves, etc. Uh, if you're familiar, like you know the, what we call in the industry level A suits, the moon suits. Yeah. Uh, you know, mop gear for those that have, that have served. Um, we test all of that to make sure that they, they will survive, um, you know, an attack of that nature. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, I guess my, my specific role is a program manager, <laughs> um, although I wear many hats in this, uh, in this space. So right. I think that about covers me. Yeah, I'm on the uh, – we've been trained. All, all the maintenance department at my hospital, we've all been trained in hazmat. So – 
we wear all those suits and all that's got the uh what are the respirators for it? And you're only Heck supposed yeah. to. Yeah, uh, air purifying respirators or like yeah. SCBAs. Yeah. Heck yeah. Are you Haswapper trained? Uh huh. Are you Haswapper trained? I don't know what we're trained. It's been a long time since I've done it, but you know, right, we're pretty much one of those things. It's for like if something there's been some kind of spill or something, we set up a tent and we spray and wash everybody down before they enter the hospital, so they don't contaminate the hospital. Pretty much. Oh yeah, decon line. Decon, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> cool, man. So you know a little bit about that. I hope we never have to utilize that. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's not pretty. So, Ed, um, tell us how you got into OCR, man. All right. Well, um, shoot. I where to start with this whole thing. So, I guess, uh, starting way back when, you know, I had gotten out of uh, school, and I think like a lot of people, um, I found myself gaining weight. And in fact, my, my loving brother had recently pointed out what a, what a fat ass I was. <laughs> oh, some, shoot, maybe uh, early 2000s. So there was a point at which I realized, you know, I, I don't know the exact weight that I was at, but somewhere around, uh, I don't know, 210 pounds, I'm like, I got to make a change. So I started cleaning up my diet and, um, you know, lost a little bit of weight, down about maybe 185. And, you know, I was living life, being happy. I was married at the time. But then, um, you know, that started going south. This is, you know, I got married in 2005. Um, things started going bad in, say, 2010 time frame. And it was at that point where, I started uh, using exercise and working out to kind of, you know, cope with the situation and yeah. even a little bit just to punish myself, you know, just, you know, it just, uh, I don't know, man, it was, it was a rough, rough period of my life. So, uh, but in doing that, I found that, okay, I can, I'm actually getting in shape and I can actually, you know, run and do things that, um, you know, very athletic. So I started actually road running it was kind of my first um, outlet. Um, and found that, you know, that's kind of fun, especially getting into the, the more competitive side of things, right? You go out to a race and you, you know, you find people to kind of, you know, race with. And, um, I found some real joy in that, but this was maybe, shoot, I don't know, uh, what year is this? Five years ago, six years ago, I was doing all that. Um, and I'd always had kind of a, a passing interest in, in OCR, obstacle course racing. Um, but I was always, you know, one of those people I was like, yeah, that seems kind of scary. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was doing this running. It was getting kind of boring at the time. I was looking for a new challenge, and I had happened to find myself in a training program through work talking with one of my coworkers who, um, well, actually, my, my, my business had formed a team to go run a Spartan. This was actually last year. So, um, and talking with her about this, about her experience with um, obstacle course racing, and then that there's this team, she convinced me to join up. So I'm like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll do that. You know, these are some people I know, and it won't be super uh, stressful. should be a good time. So yeah. um, started trying to train a little bit more for that, just because I you know, wasn't sure what to expect. Again, up to that point, I've been doing predominantly uh, road running, so uh, you know, coming up from that running background. Um you know, then the day comes. This was the Ohio Sprint last year, and it was a, I don't know if you were there. It was a cold, no, I day. That one. much like Charlotte last weekend, although I don't think it was quite as bad as Charlotte. Oh, man. But, um, you know, I had a blast running this thing. I, I kind of hung out with the, the team. We went really slow. I mean, it probably took us, it was a sprint, you know, whatever the heck the mileage was, four to five miles. It took us a good two hours to finish, two and a half hours, but dang, I had a good time. Just the. It was amazing to me just the kind of the camaraderie that develops out there, you know? Oh, yeah. You're sitting there 
suffering in the cold and the mud, and you look at each other and you start laughing about it. Like, what the hell do we do? <laughs> yeah. you know? So that point on, I had really developed this just love for this this sport, and you know, I, I you know still novice trying to learn things. Um, you know, it's just was amazing. And the community was very welcoming. You don't know people and everyone just is having a good time and, and really, really open to um, just being friends out there. So blew me away. It was awesome. The best experience of my life. Um, so then I signed up for another race with a, a few more of my coworkers at the Ohio Savage. Um, that was in June. So this again, um, I had no experience, especially with Savage and what the hell I was getting myself into, but right. I was with a buddy who, um, knew that I was a runner, and he's like, you know what? Why don't we try to just run this thing? Because I, again, I paced myself at the Spartan Sprint and went slow. So I'm like, all right, I'm kind of curious what I can do in the, in this race. And um, this one was a pretty pretty hilly um, race. It's at one of our um, ski resorts. Now, mind you, it's Ohio. I live in Ohio, uh, just outside of Columbus. So right. it's not terribly terribly steep like some of some of the, uh, the mountains that we have in the Spartan series. But um, it was pretty tough, I thought. But I, again, had just the most fantastic time running this thing, and I was able to kind of put the pedal to the metal, so to speak, and I actually, you know, I ran the open wave, it was like an afternoon uh, run, Um, I ended up finishing that one, and it was probably a six and a half-ish miles, give or take, finished that about an hour and a half, and I I was shocked to find that I placed, I think it was about sixth in my age group, I'm like, holy crap, Dang. so maybe I can actually do okay in these things, so from that point on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to train for this. And, you know, the bug really took hold in me uh, for OCR. So I started, tr- you know, getting more and more uh, involved in trying to understand what you need to do to train for these things. Uh, started to mix up, um, you know, predominantly, again, running, you know, mixing in more cross, high-intensity interval training, things like that. Trying to get myself prepared. Um, at that time, though, as I was kind of thinking through this, um, I figured, okay, Maybe I'll, I'll spend this year training and come at it full go the following year. But it just, again, it, it took hold of me, and I just had to go do it. So I started yeah, you got to do it. For, yeah, right? I started signing up for a bunch of uh, Spartans. So my next one after the Savage was the, the Palmerton uh, Super. Yeah. So and I was and I was a bit cocky going into that one <laughs> uh, from the Savage, right? So I'm like, oh, shoot, I placed that well. You know, the mountains did not bug me at all. I had... That was an easy. That was an easy race for me, um, but I got to Palmerton. My God, did I learn that I am woefully out of my element? <laughs> I had I had never experienced such cramping as I had in that mountain. Like you know, my my quad would lock up. Try to stretch that out. My hamstring would lock up. Oh, it was a brutal, brutal <laughs> race for me. It took me over four hours to complete that one, but. You know, despite all that that suffering, um, again, I just I don't know what it is about it. It's just cool, and you're out there suffering with all your these people who are just as crazy as you are, I guess. Um, and I had the ch- opportunity to meet you know a lot of the, a lot of the Spartan pros. You know, I got to talk to Hobie Call, um, Faye Standing, Lindsey Webster, um, Robert Killian, um, just talking to uh, Ryan Woods, and um, um, you know, just a, a bunch of people. It was a, it was such an awesome time. I felt kind of weird retrospect. I'm this almost forty year old guy fanboying over these uh, these you know professional elite racers. Well, hey, just I'm the really, same way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool experience. You know, so, it's, yeah, it's like we could play football with our friends on the weekends, but we wouldn't be able to rub elbows with NFL players at any time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's what's kind of cool about it, right? You can run the exact same course and 
you know, experience it firsthand. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. I mean, I don't have to explain it to you. You get it. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I did that one and I'm like, okay, I need to really focus on training um, even more so. So I started really upping the volume and upping, in, you know, my um, just just endurance training, running a lot, started, uh, you know, down down in central uh, Columbus, you know, I'd park down there. There's a local uh, local park that has kind of um, an, an obstacle course set up there. So I'd go park downtown. I'd run. It's about four to five miles to this obstacle course. I'd run that for, you know, a few laps, spend a good few hours out there, then run back. Figure, you know what, if Palmer took me four hours, I need to be training, you know, stay on my feet for four hours, try to simulate yeah. these, these conditions, you know, so... I really went kind of crazy into just, um, you know, up in my training. And again, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was kind of making <laughs> stuff up on the fly, you know. But um, it did kind of work for me because then my next race was the, uh, the West Virginia Beast. And that was a fantastic course. I that that race was awesome. I, I didn't go to Palmer, but I went to West Virginia, and it was sweet, yeah. Oh, man, I love that. was an amazing, amazing course. You get to the top of the mountain there, and it's just a view. I need to get, like, a GoPro or something and capture this crap because it's just in my memories. I can't. It's hard to, to share them. I know you get it, but... Yeah, going across um, that bridge was pretty cool, too. Heck, yeah. I'm afraid of heights, but shoot, that was cool. Are you afraid of heights? Heck, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? Even the stupid, uh, you know, the A-frame or the cargo net, I'm at the top. I pause a second because it's kind of freaking me out, but, you know, that's what I, I kind of like about this, too. It's you're, you're facing your fears, right? Yeah. You're, you're trying oh, to yeah. overcome this and, and just, just grow. Um, so, you know, I do it, keep doing it. I'm going to keep on doing it. <laughs> see, I, see, what you do when you're on the A-frame is you don't look at the ground. You always focus on where you're going to put your hand and just focus your eyesight right on that net or right on the <laughs> aluminum poles that you're covering over. That way you never see through it to the ground. Heck yeah, that's what I started doing. And I also found that, you know, when I first started, I would, I would hug the edge. I was like, what the hell am I doing? I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Down there. I started going to the center because then you get a little bit more of the nettiness taut there. Yeah. So uh, that kind of works for me. It's just my little my little tip to help curb the the fear of heights I have. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I had a fantastic time at the at the um, West Virginia venue and yeah, that was it's awesome. Pretty well out there. I mean, my my biggest nemesis has always been the spear throw. I just suck at that. I, I have no coordination. Yeah, but, it's um, man, it's one of those things you when you think you got it, you don't got it. it yeah. I mean, I finally made one, and I had to practice and practice and practice, and I'd still say I'm probably 75% good at it, you know. Every time you think you're starting to get it, you miss it, you know what I mean? Yeah, shoot, man. Well, it's doing better than me. Uh, although, uh, last year, I was like 2 of 8 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, this I'm, year, I'm starting off 2 of 3. We'll see if I can keep improving here. But uh, Yeah, I was surprised I went 5 and 0 all weekend, so that was man, pretty cool. You, ro- you rocked it, dude. Awesome. Yeah, Jeez. it was a long weekend. But no, what I, like what I do if, if I'm coming up close to a race and it's getting like a month in, I've got a spear and I just go in my backyard and there's a I don't use no hay bales or nothing. There's a tree in my backyard and I've been knocking bark off of it for about two or three years. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's. Yeah, but you'll sit there and and you'll throw it one way and you'll be like okay i got it that's that's the way i'm going to throw it and you keep throwing it that way and then you'll kind of tweak the way you throw it and you'll be like well maybe this is good and it's just always something it seems like you're always playing with it so i I think it's kind of one of those things where you just have to train your body to motion and absolutely i've been trying to do like kind of the dart approach you know where you're throwing like a dart 
Yeah. Um, well, it kind of worked for me this last weekend, but have you seen those dudes who throw it underhand? I can't do that. That's crazy. I, I saw that is, that is crazy. Online somewhere, someone doing that. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, I remember um, one guy was saying he had to do it underhanded like that because he had a bad shoulder issue or something. He did. Yeah. Huh. But that's, yeah. The same, that's kind of funny you said, because I had the same problem last year. So I've been battling a lot of injuries because I'm apparently overtraining, according to my, my physical therapist. But uh, I disagree. I disagree with my therapist and my body. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, don't claim to be the smartest, though. You know, Shoot, man, I, I've, I, man, for I've been doing these races for three years, and I don't think I've ever gone into a single race where I didn't have a little nagging pain somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> and if it wasn't there at the beginning of the race, it was there at the <laughs> end of the race. Whether it was my knee bothering me, my ankle bothering me, my elbow bothering me. Heck yeah. It's just one of those things you just suck up for the race, and then when you go to work the next day, you'll be like, oh, I don't want to bend over to do that. And then you're thinking, but I did all this crap yesterday at a race. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not hurting, I think something's wrong. That's what I, how I see it anymore. But uh, it was yeah. at that Fort Campbell, though. I was trying to throw a spear, and all of a sudden I like lost power, and I couldn't throw it. And it was like, oh, crap, something happened. Oh, so, man. Ultimately found out later on, and I'd run the, my final race of the season was at the, the Carolina Beast um, to get my double trifecta. I um, later found that I tore my rotator cuff, so I've been working that and finding that I'm a little bit, um, I, know, I feel detrained, just not very strong this, this season yet, but, you know, working on it, yeah. dealing with some other, other issues as well, but um, yeah, I don't know. So I ran the, the you know Palmerton, went to West Virginia, Tennessee. I went to Michigan, um, did that uh, uh, Sprint Super Weekend. That was pretty cool. At, at the, at the racetrack? Heck yeah. That looked like um, a cool race. Yeah. Um, you know, so that kind of wrapped up my, my season. You know, it's, it, after, though, um, Savage Race, I kind of found that, uh, you know, a lot of my friends uh, had no interest in going to any further races. So I kind of found myself... Uh, you know, um, just by myself in this, uh, this, uh, hobby and just the enthusiasm for it. And, you know, kind of, kind of dovetailed along with the point, you know, I'd gotten divorced last year and I just felt kind of out of sync with life. So that's when I started looking toward, um, you know, as they say, find my tribe and started looking at the online communities. Yeah. Kinda, to your earlier comment, just found this, this group of people, you know, in the, in the running motivation group, the Foro group, the teams that are inspiring, you know, you know, all the, the list, right. just a bunch of people who are as, insane about this as i am and it just was a, a fantastic uh you know find for lack of a better word yeah man this, you know, this community is epic and it's huge too man heck yeah man and I'm, you know, I'm continuing to learn and meet new people and i'm just having a good time trying to you know i think i feel like i i don't want to say wasted most of my 30s and in, in you know dealing with all this, the the um you know i tried to to save you know save the marriage for lack of a better word and just right um, the suffering, not having a good time. And I, I look back, I'm like, dang, I wasted so much time. So I guess I'm trying to make up for it now and just going kind of hog wild and um, trying to experience life. So, man, I tell you what, man, your story, just the way you got into fitness and, you know, and your marriage and all, it sounds almost exactly like my storage, you know. My story, you know, <laughs> I, I hit the scale one day and I was like, I got to do something, you know, and then I started running locally and then I started working out and some people at work talked me into doing a Spartan race and I fell in love with it just like you did. Absolutely, man. See, I know you get it. Yeah, man, totally. 
pretty cool. I wish I, I wish I'd come across it earlier, but you know, what can you do? Found it now, and an old guy trying to trying to run. But shoot, as you pointed out, it seems like a lot of the uh, oh yeah. 30- Nine and the 40 to 49, wherever the breakouts are, there's some competitive people. Yeah. I learned that this weekend, shoot, running the, the, um, Charlotte. That was, that was awesome. Awesome getting around with you. Oh, yeah, man. We had a good time in Charlotte, man. It was, it was pretty awesome. And you, and you threw down two laps on a Saturday, too, yeah. in the cold <laughs> rain. Not as cold as Sunday, but it was rainy and cold. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. I was trying to, I wanted to keep up with you, but uh, shoot, I just, well, I, I was, I was feeling kind of feeling off, feeling off, man. But, you know, I'm hoping that's what I want to do. Right. So again, as I said earlier, I, my, my first love for OCR came with the idea of this teamwork. So, and I kind of evolved into wanting to run competitively. We'll see if that actually pans out. But, right. Um, so my goal is to kind of, you know, I'm running a, a ton of races this year. I'd like to run competitively in the morning with the age group. Yeah. But then also go back in and run with the open people and see if I can help people, get to know people, just yeah. have a good time. So I'll tell you what, it's been a long time since I've run open class. I mean, probably since, you know, West Virginia, because we all kind of run that sprint lap as a team because we did the whole trifecta race there. Yeah. And, you know, and it's it was fun just going back and running open class and seeing all the different people experience the race for maybe their first time or maybe just out there having fun. It was a good time. I, it, oh, yeah. it helped me want to keep doing more than one lap, too. I really oh, wanted to do five laps Saturday, but... <laughs> Man, I, I just, I knew, I come in, it was like, I think it was like 3.20, 3.30, and I was like, the last lap goes out at 4, I think, and I was like, man, if I do that, I won't be getting done until late, and I want to go get some din- a good dinner and instead uh, of Cliff Bars and bananas, because that was all I was <laughs> eating all day long. Yeah, <laughs> those are getting old, though, aren't they, right? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I was just happy they had the Fit Aid there. I hadn't seen Fit Aid. I don't think I saw Fit Aid given out all last year at all. Yeah, I don't recall seeing that either. But you know, it's funny because you know I got the Fit Aid. I didn't like it at first, but as I kept getting oh, yeah. additional hands, it kind of growing on me. So I, I get what you're saying. I mean, they're too expensive to buy to me, but I mean, like for free, they're like super good. Heck yeah, dude. And like later on in the day, they were giving out some some of the body armor drinks that were light. They weren't like the freaking yeah, three hundred, yeah, the sugar Gatorades, and those were yeah. pretty good too. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and what so. was? Yeah, and we got the option of the long sleeve shirt and the short sleeve shirt. But do you went to Greek Peak, didn't you? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I thought this you went. This my first Spartan this year. Was the Charlotte race? So oh, really? I did, oh. I did the Rugged Maniac and I did the uh, Savage in Georgia. Yeah. Um, made my two races this year so far, besides Charlotte. So. Did you get a long sleeve? Yeah, I got a long sleeve, and then I got, I got a long sleeve for my girlfriend, and then I got three other large shirts. <laughs> okay. They'd run out of long sleeves at one point. I don't know if it was. Oh, Saturday. did they? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went out probably Saturday, I don't know, it was like 2 o'clock or something. I finally sucked it up and went back out there. Something like that time. I came back and wanted to get another long sleeve, and they were out. Oh. So, I figured those were shirts left over from Greek Peak. <laughs> probably. I heard Greek Peak was pretty cool, but, uh, you know, that's funny because I'm so averse to cold. I'm sure some, you know, some of the folks out there realize my, oh, my whining and complaining of it. But I'll tell you what. You know, I was scared. I was scared, maybe not the right word, but I did not want to go back out Sunday because I knew how cold it was going to be. And Oof. Saturday night, we had to actually swim through that river because it was so deep. They diverted it Sunday, thankfully. But yes. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be fully submerged. 
and it's 35 degrees mm-hmm. out. Oh, it's gonna be miserable. Man, it but, was it was it was crazy cold. I mean, it was like low 30s, but once your yeah. hands got wet, my hands hurt all day long after getting cold. I couldn't warm them back up quick enough. No, my, mine were numb. Like as soon as I hit the so was it the barbed wire crawl, and you know, I'm using my hands in the mud. I probably should try to keep my hands out of it. But at that point, yeah, after the barbed wire, you were just frozen. You were frozen. Oh, heck yeah. My hands became numb. It was kind of weird. You know, I got up to one of the, was the eight foot or seven foot wall, whatever one they had there. I jumped up and I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel the, the edge of it when I jumped up to grab it. My hands were so numb. Oh, it made for a terrible experience. Yeah. Shoot, I like, feel more. I remember more like getting to the monkey bars and I just felt like, you know, I couldn't feel my fingers. I jumped up. I might've made it five bars and I just couldn't feel it. So I they yeah. just slipped right off. I tell you what, though, that cold and the, the mud and the water, that's just something different. You know, yeah. I, I need to figure out how to train for that. You know, when it's dry <laughs> out, I, I can do most obstacles easy, but I had a hard time with it wet and muddy. Man, it was it was rough. And and, and for, for those that didn't go to Charlotte, it rained all day Saturday. And m- most of the times, even the elite times I was looking, they it added eight minutes or greater to most of the people's times from Saturday to Sunday. Wow. I think my yeah. my time was like 14 minutes longer on Sunday than it was Saturday. But I met, I failed two obstacles on Sunday. Shoot, I failed, I think, four on Sunday. It was terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, but, you know, whatever. It's the first one of the season, right? Can't beat ourselves up. Yeah. Oh, you did freaking phenomenally, man. Congrats again. I know I was Olympus ended up being the nemesis, the nemesis of the weekend for me because on my first two laps, I made it, and on the sec or on the second lap, it was a struggle because it was just soaking wet. Everybody's mud was on the bottom oh, of yeah. it where your feet go, and on the third lap, I made it about halfway across, and on the fourth lap, I just my bicep was already kind of giving me a fit, yeah. so I just pretty much just. I tried a couple panels and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna save it for tomorrow. So I did burp. I, I had so out of four laps, I did burpees on Olympus twice, and that was it. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah for, for for me, my first race, I did I did pretty well. I mean, I felt it pisses me off because I don't usually go the you know they have now the grip the grip covers whatever those are on Twister. Yeah. And normally I go just on the metal ones, and I feel comfortable with that. For whatever reason, I decided to go with the grips, and I got you know to probably two-thirds, three-quarters of the way in, and then fell. I'm like, son of a bitch, I should have <laughs> gone with what I'm comfortable with. Why did I do that? So I, I, I died there to go do the burpees. Well, see, I'm kind of on the fence because if it's dry, I won't bare metal. But yeah, if it's absolutely. wet, I like the grips, but it seems like every time I go for the grips, when I'm trying to put my hand up through the hole fast, there'll always be some kind of... Like Something. when I, like it's like I bounce off of it wrong and my hand doesn't get in it all the way. Yeah, or something like, like that. It's hard to get the spot. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, I mean, on Sunday I barely made it to the end. I remember I was having to kind of use my legs to help hop my arms up a little bit. Uh-huh. So it was, it was, it was tough, man. Dang, but you did a lot of volume this weekend, man. Still, that's that's impressive. I got, I got a goal now. I got. See if I can match match your five in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, you can do it, man. 
I oh, tell, sure I I tell I you know. what, man, the weather's going to be perfect for it in Benning, dude. I know. I'm looking forward to that, dude. Oh, man, that's going to be good. Although, you know, I'm realizing after this weekend, I don't know what I did, but my calf and shin are swollen still. Really? I don't know what's going, I don't know what's going on, but mm. I hope it gets better before Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, cut, I got a cut on my knee, and I don't even remember doing it, but it's, I mean, it's kind of sore, but... My main yeah. thing right now is, is I feel like I've either got a little tendon problem going on in my bicep or something. Right. Yeah, because I went out and that threw the sucks. spear earlier, man, and like my arm was killing me just from throwing the spear earlier. Jeez. I mean, I think it's one of those things where I can still kind of get through the obstacles. It's just going to hurt it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's why I think, wrong, man, I'm, I just, it seems like every time I have a problem or a pain, it's always some tendon or soft tissue issue yeah i'm right there with you brother that's so, so like my elbow so this is actually funny like at palmerton I, i'll have to show you this next time it's kind of entertaining uh i did something to myself at palmerton where my elbow like every time it would like click every time i bend it it would hurt like hell right uh, i didn't do anything about it because i'm i'm an idiot like that and I'm like yeah, I'm, just being, <laughs> I'm just being a baby so i'm gonna keep fighting through yeah spartan fuck, fuck up now. yeah <laughs> exactly i can't bend it to 180 degrees really freaky so wow. as i've been going to see the physical therapist for uh, my for rotator cuff issue it's like you know can you tell me what's going on with my elbow they can't figure it out <laughs> but what now the problem is is i can't support my body weight by my right arm alone so that's kind of problematic right <laughs> on a lot of these obstacles i can i can hold myself just fine on the left and typically i compensate by trying to keep it l locked you know, usually if I can engage my bicep, I can I can get through those hanging obstacles, but it makes it hard to reach or do the Tarzan. Oh swing. yeah, it's been freaking annoying as all get out. So. Oh, I bet. Now I wait a second. Now didn't you post a video on Facebook where I challenged you to do one arm push ups and you got through yeah, those buddy. perfectly fine? That was my left arm. Buddy. Oh. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, man. The it it's the the there's a lot of fast guys out there, and I I mean I extremely just think that I got super lucky this weekend because yeah. to, man Tony he dropped he he messaged me uh, Saturday and I can't remember Tony's last name, but he messaged me and he was saying what do you have to do to qualify if you're an age group and blah 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 and I told him, and so the next day on Sunday he got an age group. And I remember when we come out of the gate, I think I was right in front of that house, yeah. you know, and like Kevin Donahue had already turned around that big fence pole. Oh, heck yeah. And I seen Tony pass him right there in the front. And I think I ended up passing Tony at Twister and he ended up, I, I forget what his placement was, but it was a few places behind me. But I didn't beat him by much time at all. And he come up and told me he failed five obstacles and did 150 oh. burpees, dude. Holy crap, dude. He was out wow. there scatting, man. That's I mean, because he was scatting. That was wow. that was insane. I couldn't believe he told me he did 150 burpees. And he I think he was still in the top ten. I was like, man, that is insane. That's crazy, man. Yeah, as you mentioned, the competition is just insane in these age groups now. It is. So, 
mean, I know it's a tall, tall order, and you know, it's uh, you got you got to have goals, right? You gotta yeah. Try. All you do is try. So I felt I felt pretty good though with the uh, running was not too bad. Just I got to get better, I get more proficient at the obstacles. Um, get my endurance back up. I've been kind of slacking on my running. Usually, I'd have a lot more miles um, per week than I've been doing. So. Yeah, I was running. Um, I was putting in more miles last year too, man. But coming out of December, we left that race, man. I just had some nagging pains, and I took some time off, and I probably oh, yeah. didn't take enough time off. I took two weeks off of just no running, and I come back into running, and they were just all back, like I didn't even yeah. take a break. <laughs> Exactly like I've been dealing with. So I started dealing with IT band issues last fall. Ooh, you know, yeah. I, I probably jumped up in mileage. I had this crazy idea, right, that I wanted to because, you know, everything's – I'm focusing on beasts. I'm focusing on Spartan racing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go run a marathon as a training exercise <laughs> to prepare. So I start, I went from, like, maybe 12 miles in my long run to 20 miles. Oh, God. And then yeah. I started having these IT band pains. I'm like, shoot. So Yeah, IT band yeah, pain I, sucks. Absolutely. I got that resolved. I'll tell you what, though, doing a lot of the hip, the hip abductor and adductor exercises, that helped out tremendously for that. So yeah. that's my takeaway. But, um, yeah, I'm still going to need to get my mileage back up um, so I can get that. I think I, my personal opinion is that having a good running base I think is, so. is critical for, for doing well, just my opinion. So. I mean, it's like, like I said, man, I mean, it's a running game first and foremost, you know. Absolutely. But, I mean, you got, yeah. to, you got to be good at both, you know. But, I mean, if you're not a fast runner, you can nail every single obstacle and you're still going to be behind, you know. Yes. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's also, I mean, it's the way the cards lay out, too, you know. I mean, because, oh, yeah. like, everybody on Sunday, you know, were having difficulties because the course was just freaking wrecked. Oh, it was, it was and it was Jeez. it was 30 degrees i mean if i don't know if anybody out there did durham town in 2015 for the atlanta super but the conditions were that muddy and wow. i know a lot of people said that dallas in 2015 was muddy dallas in 2015 muddy didn't have nothing on durham town in atlanta oh, and yeah. this this was worse than dallas in 2015 yes it was, wow. we, that was a muddy freaking course. And, 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 and to be that cold on top of it, it was rough. Oh, heck yeah. Although I'm really glad I went out there. Like I sat in my car for a like, well, I want to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got to do it. I knew, I knew all you all were out there. I had to show up. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because then I, I showed myself I can handle it. You uh, know? Oh yeah. It's all part of the suffer, man. It's like, Absolutely. you know, you, you do enough of these races, you'll find out where, you know, okay, it's going to be this cold. I know I need to wear this gear and able for me to handle it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of start figuring that out, you know? So I was, like, downloading my pictures from Sunday's race, and uh, uh, this impressed the heck out of me. Of course, Kevin Donahue's just a beast all in himself anyway. Oh, heck yeah. But so when he come up to the monkey bars, he had, like, some gloves on, and... I mean, they were just gloves to keep his hands warm. I mean, there was it didn't look like there were any kind of grip gloves or anything. But he and it looked like from the pictures, it looked like he chicken winged the whole monkey bar <laughs> obstacle. Really? Yes, and I don't man, that's a technique I want to try to learn because I, I I don't see how he could how he did it. I mean, it's hard to tell from the pictures, but I'd love to see him just do it, you know, live. Oh. 
and I've never tried it, but it kind of makes me want to kind of play around with it just to see if it works, you know, because because in every single picture you'll see him, he's got like his elbow over every monkey bar. It looks like his hand isn't touching any of the bars. But he's such a beast, though. Oh my god, he is, dude. He's like freaking all muscle. Oh yeah. Kevin's the coolest too, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go up to him, talk to him, man. He, he's just a super cool guy. And he yeah. loves the sport, man. And he's got the sports back too. So, I mean, yeah. he's, he's a super positive guy, man. I don't think I've ever hear, heard him say anything really negative. No, my, my first impression of him was like, damn, this dude's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. <laughs> um, all right. So, okay, Ed, um, I got some questions I usually ask everybody. So, uh, Let's see. So, I guess we'll, we'll start on this. Like, we'll talk about Charlotte since we were just there. What was probably the best part of the race for you this weekend at Charlotte? Besides getting to hang out with me. Absolutely. Oh, just wait until you get to meet my douchebag friend Michael at Fort Benning. Yeah, I missed him, man. I was trying to keep an eye out for him at uh, Savage, but I missed him, so we'll catch up this weekend. But, um, you know, aside from out being out on the course, right, any day out on an obstacle course is better than any, than any anything else. So, oh, heck yeah. Um, it, it felt good getting back out there, you know, at least for Spartan. I mean, it's definitely different. The rugged I did earlier this season, that was pretty easy. Right. Um, and then the Savage, although Savage, I swear they've upped their game. They're a little bit more more challenging in some of those obstacles, but uh, um, I don't know. I, I fell in love with Spartan. I, I don't know what it is about that one. There's a good combination of being beat down and, and having some of those technical obstacles yeah. that I just like. I don't know how to explain it, but um, being out in the woods and I, I enjoy. I love running. It was this course was kind of cool. It wasn't super hilly, but it was nice and technical. And I love just running in the woods, trying to you know dodge the roots, you know running through mud. Oh yeah, feeling so damn good. It was Dude. fun. I love technical yeah. terrain too. It's fun. Yeah, I love, I love the I love it that you could just one step and you're gonna freaking wipe out. <laughs> oh yeah. Feel to it, and then you could just you know I love the downhills too, just bombing down those man. Um, so I guess just running out there beginning the course was the, was the best part. I'm just trying to get myself back into it because I got a big season ahead of me here. I'm trying to race almost every weekend or every other weekend to see how much I can really take. And, wow, dude. Um, so how, how many races are you planning on doing? Shoot, let me, uh, let me, uh, I got, and mind you, this is, you know, these are just races. I'm planning, hoping to do multiple in a weekend, but I got 28 on schedule right now. Holy crap. Yeah, so like I'm, you know, going to um, Fort Benning this weekend, I'm off the following weekend, then going to Jersey, um, doing a savage race in Maryland. Are you, um, are you doing the Beast in Jersey, or are you doing the Ultra? Just the Beast, I I, I'm sure I will do an ultra at some point because last year I never thought I'd be doing trifectas in the year. And right. This, this year I'm saying no, I'm not going to do an ultra beast, but it could change. But I want to do a beast Saturday and Sunday. I'm hoping I can do that. I need to. You can do that. You can do that. We did it last year and it really wasn't that bad, you know. No. I mean, you'll come into the next day and you'll be like, "Dang, my legs are like really, really sore." Just man, just make sure you eat a really good meal, man, and get some electrolytes in you after that race, man, and you'll be good. Yeah. Drink some coconut water, dude. Yeah. Rehydrate. You you'll be fine. Cause I mean, I felt like crap going into that race, man, and it ended up being one of my best races of the year on Sunday at New Jersey last year. Awesome, dude. 
So I'm hitting up all the Carolinas. There's a bunch of Ohio ones that I'm hitting up. The Ohio Beast, the Savage. Um, the big, I wanted to hit up, I realized that I originally set out wanting to hit up the the, cha- the Spartan Championship Series, and I'm not hitting up any of those. So mm. I was debating between the Indian Mud Run here in Ohio or Chicago uh, um, Super Weekend. I got to figure that one out. But then I'm going back to Palmerton because I want to I want to pick up my uh, my soul, as they say out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I wish I knew there was a woman out there on that course. I just I just finished up. Um, um, shoot, what the heck is that obstacle called? The um, you know, the, the uh, drawing a complete blank. Um, anyway, it was near the end. It was about mile. You know, Talking about Olympus? No, no, this was um the one over the water where you're, you're uh, the monkey bars on the kind of the, the rope ladder. What the heck am I? I'm drawing a complete blank. This is terrible. Oh, you're talking about ape hanger at Palmer. Ape hanger, thank you. Yeah, I was on ape hanger. Got through that, and then you know I'm starting to walk over to go to the next obstacle, and I just couldn't walk. I I fell over the ground trying to stretch out. <laughs> this woman comes over me and says, "You all right?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm just cramping up. I'll be all right." She said, "Here, try this. Give me some mustard." Holy crap, dude! That stuff works almost instantaneously. I don't know if it's if it's just you know in your mind or if it's real. But <laughs> ever since then, I've carried it with me because it works miracles. And I wish I could thank her. I don't know who she was, but if you're out there listening, <laughs> thank, thank you, mustard thank lady. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, I think there was there was up. one aid station we went to. I think it was the one right after the Atlas carry this weekend. They had like a handful of mustard packets sitting on the table. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good stuff, man. I yeah, it then I'm hitting up, you know, Carolina races. I'm hitting up the, um, you know, I'm going to West Virginia again. I, I, that's going to be fantastic. I'm hitting up the Heck North American yeah. um, OCR champs. And I think I qualified, I need to get this confirmed, I think I qualified this weekend Sunday to run in Worlds in England. So I'm, I'm hoping to do that. But um, What is it you know, like, what is it, top 20 in your age yeah, group? Yeah, top 20 for Spartan and age group. And I got like 15th, which... You know, you know, hey, if that if that stands and it gets me in, then great. I yeah. didn't feel like I felt I didn't do very well Sunday, but you know, it's just, just shakeout weekend. So, well, shoot, shoot, that was me, man. I I mean, like I said, I failed two obstacles and my time was thirteen minutes longer, and I ended up placing third. I totally didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, though, dude. I'm I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm glad to know you. <laughs> I know, man. I was I was I was. I was lucky. I was lucky. I mean, that's yeah, all you, it got was. Some, you got some wheels, dude. I, was I saw lucky. you out there. I was, I was, I was kind of, kind of hanging out just a little bit behind you up until the bucket carried. But you just, you went, you blew me away at that point. <laughs> when I tell you what, man, that's one thing I've done over the past couple of years is I practice with that bucket. I got a bucket full of weight plates in the next room, and I practice with that really? dude. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I don't like practice on the hills, man. I'll just walk through my house and just hold it for five minutes, man. Just walk that's through the house, idea. set a timer, just walk around the house with it. That's a really good idea. I mean, I, I don't have problems with it. It just slows me up. I, I would love to be able to run that with a bucket, but uh, I just can't. I mean, I can I can go without putting it down. I thought this was a pretty that was a pretty good course uh, here at Charlotte. Although I think it was the Sunday after or Saturday afternoon, excuse me. It was so muddy. I almost bit it, dropped that bucket right on my freaking chest. But <laughs> hey, hey, where did you almost, where did you almost drop it at? Was it down there where you had to step over that log? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was muddy as all get out when, yeah. um, at that point in time, and uh, it was, it was brutal. I know, man. I've, I've been doing the, uh, I've been doing these races since two thousand and and fifteen. I've never set a bucket on the ground. I now the the and here's like. 
one of my best tips to anybody, just step back into a half lunge and just rest it on your quad. Don't, yeah, absolutely. yeah, don't set it down on the ground because you got to pick it back up, you know. And yeah, it's that, that's gonna hurt. It's just more energy exerted. Yeah, man. Just, absolutely. I mean, it's just a great tip. Yeah. So okay, man. So what was probably the worst part of the race this weekend for you? Cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah Right, I mean that's always embarrassing, you know, having to do the burpees. And you, like, I saw a couple of my uh, my friends go by me as I'm burping out. Like, yeah, hey, hey, I'll try to catch you later. But uh, so yeah, that, that would probably be about the worst part. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good, good, good experience trying to just get reacclimated to racing despite the failures. Yeah. Um, I was glad there was no dunk wall. I was worried about that. You know, I don't know why they didn't have a dunk wall, but like I said, those pits were in the exact same place they were last year. So that oh, yeah. that last long pool, that was the pool for the dunk wall. It just really? they just didn't set it up in there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume that it's because it was so cold they didn't want to fully submerge us and be frozen. But I don't know. It's, I don't think they would care that much, but yeah, it wasn't there. Oh yeah, it was nice not having to dunk your head under that cold yeah. water. Yeah, whether that actually makes you colder or it's just in your head, that, that would have been miserable, especially Jeez. Sunday. Man, that that barbed wire. I mean, it was just nothing but a big mud puddle underneath it, oh, and I was, was I was frozen when I come out of there. Yeah, because I, I don't. I do. I need to take some gloves or something. I don't know. I got to figure out what to do about that. Keep my hands warm because that hands being numb, as I'm sure you'll agree, is what, oh, yeah. you know, just, it just throws off everything. It does. I mean, you're just sitting, you're focused on nothing but how do I get my hands warm? And I was wearing gloves when I hit the barbed wire, but the gloves I wear, they're like mechanics gloves, kind of. Yeah, so they don't really have like any warmth to them at all. And so they got wet. And so they just made my hands that much colder at that point. But, you know, I come to the barbed wire, and I was like, you know what, I'm pretty hot. So, you know, I saw everybody else was kind of baby crawling or wow. crawling on all fours. And I'd be like, you know what, I'll roll, and I'll catch up with them. And I started rolling, and I was like, this ain't going to be good. I was, because I was, like I said, I was hot, and I was like, I, I, you know, I could stand to cool off a little bit. But, shoot, when I got up from the barbed wire, I was like, I'm frozen. Yeah, I was like, that you, probably wasn't a good idea. But I mean, I made up a few positions there. So. Yeah. So so okay. Uh, so what would you say is your race ritual? Like what you do the day before, the morning of, after the race to recover for the next day. Oh. What you do, Ed? I, I don't know, like night before, you know, I'm usually just hydrating a crap ton. I mean, I usually starts a couple days in advance, right? You're trying to. You know, you're not going to eat the night before. You're trying to carbo load or anything like that. I just, I try to eat sensibly. I try to up my eating. I usually stop working out like a day or two in advance of a race. Yeah. Um, but predominantly, you know, taking like noon or the, you know, N-U-N, um, just electrolytes, things like that. Trying to make sure I'm hydrated because I'm, especially after Palmer, I'm still terrified of getting cramps. So I'm, I'm always trying to figure out ways to combat that. Um, so that's kind of the night before, you know, I try to, although I don't always try to get to bed early, get a good eight hours. Um, usually I get up uh, race morning, you know, like at, you know, early. I try to get up at five o'clock or, yeah. or, or earlier and just kind of get my head right. I'll eat a breakfast. Usually I'm always a fan of oatmeal, bananas, um, you know, things like that, some nuts just to get, um, probably I, I typically try to count calories 
better or worse. I try to aim for maybe 400 calories in the morning. Right. I'll drink some. I'll drink some more electrolytes at noon, what have you. Um, and then you know, obviously <laughs> hitting up the bathroom beforehand is always a good thing. You know? Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's just you know just getting there. I, I like to get there about an hour early if I can, just to kind of relax and settle in. Oh yeah. Um, usually I'll try to drink you know water right to the point of going and um, you know maybe drink maybe eat a banana right before depending on how long the race is. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tailwind. I've been I started using that. And I'm still trying to tweak my nutrition before and on course. Right. But I found that um, especially with the last beast I did in um, Carolina. Um, couple bottles of t- like 400 calories of tailwind that's that's perfect for me you know i was working with the goose nothing's wrong with them i just um you know ripping them open can be kind of a pain in the ass and then having oh yeah them, you know, i don't like to litter on the course so i carry the, the packets with me yeah i usually um, just so. shove it in my compression pants yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah usually tailwind's my go-to and um you know, that's something with also, I do try to bring a couple of gooses that have caffeine or something like that, and also oh, yeah. the electrolytes. I started playing around with taking mustard proactively um, <laughs> you know, at water stations. Again, I'm just, I'm terrified of having to experience that again, because I cannot tell you how miserable that was. I never in my life, you know, in high school, you know, I play sports, things like that. Um, not so much during college, but I'd never experienced pain like I did in Palmerton, so... Um, yeah, I was kind of the same way when I got my first one. You know, once you get your first one, you know what that feeling is coming, and you can sense it coming. Because in West Virginia, I had to like totally—I didn't have anything to take, and I totally just had to change my stride and slow down a little bit just to ward off a calf cramp because I could feel yeah. it coming. I could feel it coming. Yeah, so is that what you do? You slow down then if you start feeling one. Like I'm, I'm curious what the other people's strategies are for. Um you know, trying to curb it from happening. Well, you know, what I tried to do was, is you could feel the, you could feel that, you know, that strain in the calf from the certain way I was running. So I changed the way I was running to lessen that sensation is pretty much what I did. And I I mean, I kind of had to play around with a little bit to find just right. And shoot everybody that was going by, I asked them if they had like a mustard pack or anything. Somebody gave me an airhead and that didn't help at all. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I try to bring extra mustard packets too with me because I see people on the on the ground just to, to pay it forward as it were. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you probably, you pretty much already said Tailwind, but do you have any like products you swear by, like supplements or anything? Um, I'm just a fan of Noon. Um, and then tailwind. I mean, I, I, I have I, any of the goos. I've never found one I didn't didn't like. Um, some of the chews. You know, I I think as far as like uh, I'm a fan of Innovates for my shoe choice. Yeah, I me too. Played around with like, Solomon's or anything like that, but they've never let me down. I swear to God, I feel like a mountain goat when I'm. I, I use uh, X Talons, um, the two hundreds. Yeah, I love this. I feel like I can I can I can stick to anything. It's fantastic. Um, but as far as that goes, I don't, I have no real preference. You know, I'm still trying to also figure out what appropriate gear to take. I need to figure out a better way to carry some things. I'd like to ultimately not have to carry water and rely on water on course, but I don't think I'm quite to that level yet. If it's just like a, a one lap beast, I, I don't have to, I mean, I, I can pretty much deal with just the water at the aid stations as long as I've hydrated well the day before. Gotcha. You know, it just, I mean, I, 
me saying that. I mean, I was able to do that at Jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have to carry hydration with me, but I just, I would, you know, grab a cup as I was running by and just get a swallow, you know, or two and just yeah. throw it and keep going. And I, I would take about three or four gels and that usually would get me through it. But like I said, man, I, I usually drown myself in coconut water the day before and drink some the morning of too. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of you who got me turned on to the coconut water, actually. I love <laughs> that stuff, dude. It tastes good, yeah, but you know, it's definitely got the good electrolytes in there with the potassium oh, yeah. and all that crap, so it's, I've been trying to load up on that, yep. um, both the night before and the morning of, so mm-hmm. thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> and man, I don't know what it is, but I always like put one in my bag at bag check, and when you finish the race and you just chug yeah. one of those things, it is so delicious. Yeah, I need to do that. So that's what you, afterwards, like usually I just try to eat like a banana, eat the the cliff bars or whatever else they give. Yeah. Um, Try to eat as quick as possible. At least that's kind of what I, what I do. Uh, And then eat something, um, you know, good, good um, high calorie meal, like, you know, spaghetti is always a good thing or, uh, I don't know, the rice I'm a fan of, so. Shoot, when I got done, (laughs) when I got done running all those laps Saturday, man, I went to Olive Garden and ate a tour of Italy with a bowl of soup and I think I ate three breadsticks and then went back to the hotel and ate some rice cakes with peanut butter. I was starving, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Man, tour of Italy was good. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> the best part about it, eating all the crap though right you know, yeah burn it off i'd shoot man i on a big weekend like that i can race all weekend and it seems like i always gain a couple of pounds because i eat so <laughs> bad during the weekend <laughs> so so all right ed what obstacle would you say is like your nemesis your nemesis you know one the one you hate the most or dread the most uh it, you, it always comes to my mind as the spear throw even though i've you know, I've had, I've, usually I'm pretty good at Twister. Twister scares me, but if it's dry, I'm, I'm confident that I got it. Yeah. Um, That's kind of the way I am with Olympus. If it's dry, I got it. Yeah, exactly. Um, the rig, depending on what's set up, although I've never, I haven't had yet a problem, although I did, um, although I was, my, my arms were killing me. I failed that Sunday. Usually the rigs I have no problem with um, in any configuration that Spartans throw. Now, I, I had some problems at the Savage one. Um, but I think it's mostly just because of my, my gimpy arm I have going on. Yeah, but so, Savage's um, rigs are, are known yeah, to be tough. I don't remember them being so hard last year. They, they changed it up, but maybe I'm just being, being a baby about it and making excuses for myself. But, um, I don't know, spear throw is always one that makes me nervous because I, I just fail it so often. Yeah. But when you get it, though, it's like you just cheer and celebrate. It's I'm, like Christmas morning, man. Heck yeah, <laughs> I know I had two this weekend where they just barely like stuck in, but they were in there. That's all that matters. Get it, get out, get out. That's that. Falls out, you know. <laughs> you were right about that. So, what would you say is probably your favorite obstacle? Uh, hmm. It ain't got to be Spartan. Just anything, man. I don't know. As much as I hate it and love them, I love it. I some like the any of the hanging ones, like. You know, I do hate and love Twister. That's pretty cool. I'll tell you what, though. That Spartan tire, man, I don't want to let someone say more about hate, not what I love, but uh, <laughs> that thing's a beast, the 400 pounds for me. Yeah, man, it's hard to flip. Yeah, buddy. Um, you know, and it would be nothing. It's it, it, it's not that it's hard to flip. It's hard to get your fingers under it. Yeah, get a good grip on it, absolutely. In West um, Virginia, you know, 
which was the last race I saw. I only saw it at two races last night, which, I mean, last last night, last year. And that was Asheville in West Virginia. And mm-hmm. so I failed it. I failed it and got it once in Asheville. But in West Virginia, it was dry the whole time. And we went out to the open house. And instead of fooling with trying to get your fingers under it, mm-hmm. we were just turning your hands and grabbing a chunk of the tread because those grooves are just big enough for you to stick your fingers in. Yeah. And we would grab two of those treads on the lower end of the tire and just brace your forearms and get it to get it up and started. And then once you got it over the first time, you walked around the tire and just let it down on your fingers. That uh-huh. way you could flip it right back over. Cool. Yeah, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get some more practice with that. Shoot. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, that the tire was dry. I don't know if you can grip those treads like that if it's soaking wet. You might not be able to. So. Right. I don't know. I it, like I said last year, they only had the tire at the uh, TV races. It seemed like or the live feed races. So. Yeah, we had it at the Michigan race. There was a tire there. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Well. I know, I wonder if we, because this is a different uh, build crew that's going to be at Fort Benning. I wonder if it'll be there this weekend. I don't know, I wonder. Are they incorporating this as part of a, um, didn't they do one of the Spartans they incorporated into the um, the Best Ranger competition? That's not this one, is it? Yeah, that's this one. Is it? Uh-huh. Sweet. So, and here's how it does. The elite men and female go out, and then I think the Rangers go out, and then they start age groups right behind it. Cool. You run an age group again? No, nah, I signed up elite for this one. Okay, very cool. Uh, my buddy Michael and my buddy Patrick and Joel and uh, my buddy Gene, they're all running age group, I think, too. Patrick said right. Patrick will be in your age group. So. Sweet. <clears throat> so, okay, so what would say to this point has been your favorite race? Man, that's a tough question because, you know, part of me – you know, the very first one I did, the Ohio Sprint, was just just memorable. It was awesome. So it made me fall in love with it. So I kind of always default to that one. Yeah. But then I sit there and recall the Savage Ohio, and I had so that was I, I still say, even after my experience in Georgia was two weeks ago, Savage. Uh-huh. I, I, this may be sacrilegious. I apologize, but I swear Savage is more fun than Spartan. Spartan is more of a tough, you know. Everybody says up. that, so. Yeah. I'm going to do so my first cool. Savage at the Fall Savage this year, so I'm hoping to get Which a little bit taste of it. The one in Fall. Nice. Georgia? Yep. I think it's going to the same place, Dallas. Dallas, Georgia. Yeah, that's my understanding, but they're going to run it in reverse of what they did this time. But uh, Oh, cool. It's a cool course, man. So, I, I, I don't mind answering your question. It's like there's so many good ones out there. Like, I enjoyed West Virginia being my first beast and got my first trifecta. That was fantastic. Oh, cool. Um, and then, I, you know, I had a really great time at the Carolina Beast. So, you know, if I had to pick one, I don't know. I guess I'd keep going back to maybe the Ohio one just because that was what got me kicked off on this crazy adventure that I'm on now. Right. Did you get the special medal when you run West Virginia? No. <laughs> I, 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 about that. I don't know if they only kept it with the because I ran I have to go back and look I thought I ran open <laughs> I can't remember if I ran open or competitive but I didn't get the medal it irked me after I found out that they had that <laughs> I don't know what I don't know if they only had enough for the elite or I think somebody said they had 500 and when they were out they really? were out so yeah that seemed to 
to run out of things sometimes. Yeah, that sucks, man. I got one. <laughs> dude, good for you, dude. <laughs> so, uh, okay, last question. So what has been the craziest thing that's ever happened to you during a race? That's an interesting question, too. I don't know about crazy. I mean, I have a lot of maybe more just me being stupid stories. <laughs> like crazy, stupid. We'll take both or either. All right, because I don't know about – I haven't experienced anything crazy yet. You know, I will, well, hopefully something will come up this year and I can, can share that with you later. But I thought it was funny, like last year, for example, I, the Michigan, I think it was the sprint we were running. I was um, – no, it was the, the super. I was running competitive. And we had – we went and turned down the wrong way and ran probably a quarter mile off course. Oh, wow. like a bunch of lemmings. It's like a bunch of idiots. But um, for I'm this year – there. Yeah. This year, I, I, I think I mentioned this to you. So I was at the Savage, and um, I did really two stupid things there. But as I started <laughs> off running, I, I heard a jingling in my pocket. And I looked oh, yeah. and I grabbed it. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I have my car keys with me. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I can't stop. I, I don't know. I can't give it to anybody. So I just put it in my zipper pocket. I'm like, well, I'm either going to be here all day waiting for a tow, or <laughs> it's going to work out just fine. But. You know, and they got us wet, like, you know, within the first, what, mile, mile and a half. And I'm like, oh, geez, it's going to be interesting. But sure enough, it, the, the key still works. So I got really lucky. Um, but then it was funny. So that new battering ram, right? The new obstacle. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning of it, there's ropes to pull both of the, the, the trolleys, for lack of a better word, towards you. And I missed the second one because I wasn't paying attention. So uh-huh. I got on the first, first one, and I'm shimmying down. I get to the transition, I'm like, oh crap, where's the other, where's the other, um, you know, the grab hold? And I'm like, oh, it's down there. So I'm hanging, and I had to pull it back while I was hanging there to go move forward. It's like, you idiots. Dang. So, yeah. I probably would have fallen off trying to hold my fat tail <laughs> up with one arm for well, that long. Well, that, that killed me for the remaining obstacles, but um, I don't know. That's, oh, I guess the other funny thing is, and I probably told everybody and their brother this one, is that the Ohio Sprint, um, after the dunk wall, I'd gotten pink eye from I woke up the next day, and it was like, it was like freaking, uh, you know, alien, you know, right? The, 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 they cocoon the people, like my eyes wouldn't open, just some nastiness there. No, oh, man. Didn't deter me, man. I'm still, I'm still racing, still running. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. Shoot, I almost lost my contact at the barbed wire on Sunday. I, Did you really? Yeah, man, I tumbled under there real hard and just... When I spun over, just water come up in my eye. I was blinking out mud like for a long time. That's frustrating. I go, I go blind. I usually wear glasses. I don't wear contacts. It's so very I, frustrating. Yeah, I can see well enough, but um, yeah, I don't wear glasses and I don't wear contacts. Yeah, it happens every once in a while. Yeah. I know there was one time we were running our second, we were running just a fun lap at the Beast in Carolina. I think it was 2016. And uh, I just decided at the dunk wall, I just did this big back flop. And for whatever, I guess I hit the water so hard, just water just rushed into both of my eyes. And I was blinking out mud the rest of the race. Dang. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's miserable, buddy. I threw those contacts away after the race. <laughs> you kind of have to, you know? <laughs> yeah. I probably would have got pink eye, too. <laughs> Well, shoot, Ed. Hey, man, we're getting on about an hour here. Man, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, man. I had a blast hanging out with you this weekend in Charlotte, oh, man. man. And I, heck yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to the next ones and the next ones. Heck yeah, man. We'll see you this weekend in Fort Benning, dude. Is there anything yes. else you want to tell anybody or shout out or anything? The only thing, you know, the one thing that, you know, being that I, I always try to be motivational is, like, 
you know, go out and do things that are, that you're scared of. You know, you know, you only live once. You need to enjoy life. Um, you might surprise yourself. So if you're thinking about it, go do it. Right. So that's that's my, my piece of advice and what I've learned in, in jumping into this crazy thing called OCR. You never know what might happen. And you know, and, and there's a lot to be said to that too, because I don't know how many people I've talked to and said, you ought to come and try this. And they were like, oh, well, I'm not ready for that, or I'm not trained for that. And I was like, and, and I always say to them, I was like, well, you don't know what you're ready to do. And I was like, go out there, just experience it and have fun and have a good time and just see if it's something you might enjoy. You might come to love it as much as I do. Heck yeah, dude! That's exactly my point. So I'm always trying to trying to to pre- preach the gospel of OCR to people, trying to get people to come along with me. It works. It works some of the time, yeah. but uh, man, it's, it's just good fun. You know how it is. Oh it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And the the message at the end of the day is just if you're thinking about something, whatever it is in life, try to do it, man. You only live once. That's so right. Don't waste your time. You know. Go have fun. That's right. Live life hard, man. Yeah, buddy. You get it. <laughs> All right, Ed. Hey, man, we appreciate it, man. I uh, We'll see you this weekend in Fort Benning. Sound good? You absolutely will. Cool, man. We'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the interview, guys. Um, I want to thank Ed again for taking the time to uh, let me talk to him. Uh, I will be in Fort Benning this weekend. Uh, got a lot of people from my hometown are going in a, uh, in a team, I think at 10 o'clock. Uh, my buddy Michael will be there. My buddy Shad will be there. Ed's going to be there. Uh, my girlfriend Leanne, me and her are running our first OCR race together. Super excited about that. Uh, if you see me there, come and tell me what's up. Uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or whatever. Leave a review on iTunes if you want to. Tell me how much we suck. It don't matter. We'll see you at the next race. Peace.